0: I feel lately, I don't know why, what's wrong with me, it's just, it's been unbearable, especially in the morning.
1: I've been really weird, like my nose will just start dripping out of nowhere, like it'll like run like a faucet. Ugh, like that's the worst. Out of nowhere, just like in the middle of talking and all of a sudden- You gotta find a tissue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like the water opens up in my nose. I think my brain's falling out. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain's leaking.
0: You're <laughs> my slowly, brain's leaking. Slowly. <laughs>
1: slowly liquefied.
2: get out of there. Do you feel like you're feeling better now that your brain has been leaking liquefied? out of there?
1: Huh? Liquefied?
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just feeling better, you know?
1: I don't know. My fucking eyes hurt.
2: I've had my contacts in for quite a while. I should probably take them out.
1: Probably. Um, right now?
2: Not now, but like... I'm coming up on a dangerous amount of time since they've been taken out of my eye.
1: Like days? Wait a minute. You sleep with your contacts in? Like days, Blake? (laughs) Aren't you not supposed to do that? You're not not supposed to do it even once. You're not
2: supposed to do it even (laughs) once. I'll leave that question (laughs) for future me.
0: (laughs) Like, take care of your fucking. So eyes. I'm guessing you don't carry like your glasses around in case your eyes get
2: Oh no, I've never done that. Oh. I've never done that. Even when I was good at replacing my uh or taking my contacts out every day. Um I I didn't
0: Blake. What? <laughs> Listen to Brandon. My take optometrist care of your eyes. is
2: not listening to this podcast. You don't
1: know that. I'm
2: glad Blake Blake isn't a girl.
1: <laughs> Why? Because you'd be leaving your tampon up in there for like a month, you think
2: this is? It it would be the exact same thing. Yeah, it would be pretty bad, huh? That's crazy. You, imagine you if someone be, didn't take their nasty. contacts out. You'd be dead. Someone imagine yeah. if someone didn't take their contacts out for a while.
1: You'd die of toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> but your eyeballs.
2: <laughs> but I think my eyeballs. vision. I think my vision <laughs> actually is getting syndrome. better. I think my vision's actually getting better. It's <laughs> the, yeah. the longer I leave them in, the the better the contact fused will be. <laughs> with your
0: eyeballs. <laughs> The vision has improved because you now have bionic eyes. When I leave
2: my contacts in overnight, when I take them out, it feels like it's peeling a layer of my eyes off. I'm disgusted. Um, And that feels like it's like, you know how sometimes we're like, if you get. You know why? Huh? Because there's mucus built up on it and, and
1: it's pulling on your eye because the mucus is attaching it
2: to your eyeball. It's refreshing my eyes when I do it. That's what blinking
0: is supposed to do.
2: Yeah.
0: Are you a contacts guy, Brandon?
2: No. I
0: can't. I could never either.
2: I love them. I, I put them in once and I never have to take them out again.
1: <laughs> no, I get frustrated with contacts. I can't. I can't.
2: Sometimes it takes me like like 15 minutes in the morning when I put them in to like readjust them. It's pretty rough.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I can't. I'm not patient enough.
0: I've tried them a couple times and it's just halfway through the day I just like I wish I had my glasses. They're they get too it's too irritating. Mm-hmm. My it dries my eyes
2: out is what oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Especially when I'm like looking at a screen, it gets dry really fast. Yeah. yeah. But uh it used to be like when I first started using contacts when I was a wee little baby boy, I put in I put it in the eye and like boom, good to go. Nowadays, like I said, I have to readjust a lot. Like, I take them out of the little solution, I put them in, and it's all blurry. I take it out, put it in, take it out, put it in, take it out, put it in. And that's Until then good. you get it right. Until I get it right. <laughs> and you yeah. leave it in for a few days. Until I leave it in for a few weeks, maybe. Um, maybe even months.
0: I'm not your optometrist, but
1: he probably has like, you should go to one. Probably has like four of them that have slid to the back of his eyeball. I've seen like
2: those videos where they're like pulling one after the other out of their eye. They had no idea they had them in there. Oh, man. Does that not
0: traumatize you to want to take them out? I mean, or do you watch it knowing you've had a contact in for days? I
2: watch it knowing I would never let it get like that. I would remember if one got lost back there.
1: Fine. No, you would wake up in the morning and go, oh, I took my contacts out last night. Trust me. I, mate, I wouldn't
2: think that. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Dinner with the Movie. I'm one of your hosts, Blake, and as always, I'm joined by...
1: Brandon, and we're joined by... Jose. And this All week- of us
2: have bad eyesight. Yeah. I just realized that. I have terrible eyesight.
1: I have horrendous Ooh. eyesight. Have bad heart. My eyesight got worse. I had LASIK and now I wear glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I don't qualify for LASIK.
2: Is it just because your eyesight's so bad?
0: Um, Yeah, it's so bad that I think it's also the astigmatism. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to shave off.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: The laser that would be needed hasn't been invented yet.
0: Um, I or, have an or alternate it, or surgery it would option. Burrow through your head, out the other side. <laughs> yeah, I would just slice my my whole S-
3: slice the top, top of, of your head. head. <laughs> I, have,
0: I have the uh, alternate option. I would have is what Blake wishes he would do, which is they would put in a permanent permanent lens. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, they it cut open thing, yeah. your eyeball and they put in a permanent lens, that serves. Like a contact lens, but you don't have to go and do anything.
1: I think my grandmother and my mother had had that. The permanent. I, my, hmm. my my my. I think my grandmother had a permanent lens in one eye, and I think my mother actually had that done in one eye.
2: What if they put it in and it's not adjusted right?
1: Uh, then I'll wear an eye then, patch. Then they. I'm sure they make adjustments to it. I'm, oh, jeez. sure it's, Well, they
0: measure your eyeball. Yeah. I, I remember last time I looked into it, it was... Uh,
1: but they take your actual lens yeah, they say, out. Yeah. And they replace it with... That's crazy.
2: Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Science, man. Yeah, you could get that, Blake. <laughs> I could get that. I don't need it because I basically already have it. You essentially already yeah. did it yourself. It's awesome. Um, sometimes I like the blurriness, though. It kind of reminds me that I'm alive. That there's like some th- so there's some things that I'm not looking at Brand because I know he's making a face, but it reminds me. The- it reminds what, me that what life does that mean? Is- it-, <laughs> it reminds me you're on a fucking roll today. It reminds me that it's not always peaches and cream. You know, there's always some issues.
1: Um, this that's not rose tinted contacts. That's blood. You should take your contacts out. <laughs> I've never once heard anybody <laughs> say they like
0: the blurriness.
2: You know, sometimes I, would, I, I, I would like love being blind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know what it's like to shower and not have to feel around for my shampoo every
2: time. Oh, come on. I mean, if you're doing that, then you're, you have other I'm, motor I'm skill issues. i genuinely that blind. <laughs> I mean, I'm not blind too, but I, I shower in the dark all the time and I can find my stuff easy. So then you can't experience the blurriness. That's true, because the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the end of the movie. I'm blanking, as always. I'm sure <laughs> we already did that. <laughs> oh, this week, week we did Before Sunrise. Um, many of you might have been very confused by the last sign off and didn't know which Before movie we were watching. I hope if you're watching along, you watched Before Sunrise. Um, if not stop if not go right
1: before sunrise right now. Not,
0: why did we want you watch the suffer second and third movie in a trilogy i can
2: see how it's very easy to to get the wrong movie you know unless yeah. you have a guide there's i mean i guess if you knew sunrise the, the, it's their order
0: of when they happen
2: i, I suppose guess.
0: except for before midnight could be argued either
2: way yeah yeah it could be the first one yeah um but yes, we ate Vienna sausage Because it's in Vienna And we had uh, uh, Muffins, because they eat muffins
1: On the, there's, the Luxu- there's a muffin, leftover muffin on the train There's a muffin Yeah, yeah a but wrapper There's a lot of Fucking coffee shops in this And pie And I think there was a cheesecake in one But I just said cake Circular
2: things Wedgie Wedgie things Wedgie things. Yeah. Lately they haven't really been my thing. I don't know. Wedgie things are, are a little they've been on they've been on the out for me. But um is a blueberry muffin wedge. A blueberry muffin wedge? Is that a wedgie thing? No. No. Pie? Cake? Wedgie. I leg. guess you
0: could cut the muffin into four wedges. Yeah. I've seen
2: it done. Yeah. Uh, but we had a blueberry <clears> muffin. <throat> yeah. Um, I don't know the exact count blueberries we had in the muffin um wrong movie ah uh, right
1: <laughs> but there were a lot of blueberries in those They're, they were nice mm-hmm.
2: the they muffins. were very blueberryed.
0: sprouts coming in clutch again with, with the them good blueberries
2: muffins. uh and the vienna sausages we ate straight out of the can um, yes we each told stories about our can eating endeavors mine was spaghettios
1: raviolis campbell's soup yeah it's delicious it's Vegetable better cold. beef and chicken noodle no
2: water added just <laughs> eat it out of a can. just the
0: concentrated soup
2: <laughs> that's how you get all the flavor you don't want to all the sodium <laughs> yeah uh, you're gonna get the sodium anyways
1: that's true which none of us i don't think do anymore
2: um no i haven't i, haven't I can't done think it. of the last
0: time i had a can of
2: ravioli's I've had them recently, but not cold.
0: Definitely college. What I would say was the last yeah. time.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I'll have a can of SpaghettiOs because it. I'll close my eyes and I'll remember my father. <laughs> <laughs> it sends, me, a, it sends me back. I'll
0: have Campbell. I'll have Campbell's chicken noodle soup, but I'll you know make it as for the directions. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not that hard to heat up food. No. Especially canned <laughs> no, it's not. Put a can in the microwave. It's very I had, easy. I no. People <laughs> listening to the podcast <laughs> think we do this now.
2: Oh God! <sighs> um, and then we also had milkshakes. Well, Jose and I had milkshakes. You know. I didn't have milkshake. Yeah, which is fair. too many empty calories. I'm, I'm so flummy
0: right now. But, I was, yeah. I, I love me a strawberry milkshake, though. You
2: know... It, strawberry i there was a moment there was a moment where i thought it was coming back for me and i started eating a ton of strawberry ice cream but an unhealthy amount of strawberry ice cream <laughs> and then i convinced myself i like strawberry milkshakes now i've had 3 strawberry milkshakes since that epiphany and i haven't liked a single one of them
0: all right give me your 3 i have a rating for my favorite strawberry milkshakes um
2: there's this place handles near me that has uh makes very good milkshakes okay um i got a strawberry milkshake from there um I, I didn't hate I didn't hate any of these but it wasn't hit in the spot like I thought it was mm-hmm. going to. Um uh then In and Out and then the third one I was in St. George it was this ice cream place in St. George I can't remember what it was. But yeah, I don't know. What are your top 3? My, my
0: top 3 is probably Fat Burger. Okay. As my favorite strawberry shake. Then I'll say Shake Shack, then Smashburger. Mhm. Those are my top three strawberry milkshakes. Okay, so yeah. I
2: haven't had any of those yet. I maybe I, w- I could. A-
0: I would try any one of those, and I think they're good. Okay, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say in that order. I would say they, they change depending okay. on what I've had most recently.
2: Depending on who's making the milkshake, right? Yeah. Depending on what cow is making the strawberries. Yep. Um. Cowberries. Yes. Uh, and we did the milkshakes because that's the word that they give the poet to uh, write for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Jose, this is your out pick. nowhere.
0: Yeah, there's no a reference to no context. At all. No, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, they're just kind of quirky and random a little bit. This was your pick. Was yeah, that?
0: this was my pick. Um, I had never seen this. Uh, this is just a movie that I've been wanting to see. I've been wanting mm. to see this whole trilogy. I hear very fairly positive things about it. I I like Richard Linklater as a director, so I wanted a chance to expand the movies I've I'd seen of his. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to watch the rest of the trilogy now. I'm a, and I'm also just me. I'm a sucker for a good love story. Even if like, it might have some problems here and there. I, I'll overlook them every time for a good love story. So, yeah.
2: Nice. <clears throat> I've seen this once before. Um, the only other Linklater movie that I saw was Everybody Wants Some, uh, which I loved, uh, when we watched it, um when it came out around college, like first or second year, I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Um, sophomore year maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I loved that movie and that made me want to watch more Linklater stuff. And the only other Linklater movie I've seen is is this one uh, before Sunrise. And I watched it with Tiff. It was a while ago, but I remember liking it uh, on the second watch. I think I, it's about the same, maybe a little bit less than my first watch, uh, how much I liked it. But, you know, he's very like, he wants to write a lot of dialogue. He wants to write a lot of like uh uh just everyday conversational stuff. It's not a lot going on other than slice of life things. And I appreciate that. And and I like that about this movie. Brandon.
1: I've never watched this. Never wanted to watch this. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) End of, end of review. End of review. All right, Brandon, what's your log line for us? (laughs) (laughs) After a
1: chance encounter on a train A couple walks the streets of Vienna Getting to know one another Until they must part ways The next morning I was very
2: nice The next sunrise Perhaps Well it was after sunrise But that's okay But they gotta have sex before sunrise That's the point of the title of the movie yeah. Yeah But they did it after midnight Um What's your uh, fun facts, Jose?
0: Uh, Before Sunrise came out in 1995, it has a runtime of an hour and 41 minutes. It was directed by Richard Linklater, who, uh, as we mentioned, also directed um, Everybody Wants Some. He did Boyhood. The rest of this trilogy, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. He directed um, *School of Rock*, which we've
2: talked about previously. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I, okay, I forgot he did that.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. So, we, and he was also writer on this, along with Kim Krizen, who also wrote all three of the *Before* movies. And I didn't see any other anything else on her filmography. But yeah, and. Linklater writes on most a lot of the movies he directs, so pretty much everything I mentioned he wrote, except for School of Rock.:
2: The cinematographer is Lee Daniel. Um, he also did before sunset, but he did not do before midnight. Um, he worked on "Dazed and Confused: Boyhood, um, and there were a bunch of movies that I actually did not recognize, but those are the only Linklater movies that I saw. Um, and yeah, that's the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. I'll be ready for my character corner. Yes, can you name um, can you I've name been, them all? I've been
0: nervous for you all day, Blake.
2: Uh, we have James slash Jesse
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Celine,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and a uh, couple arguing on train. Mm-hmm. Um, poet uh, mm-hmm. uh, at Riverside. Um, <laughs> seer at the restaurant. Um, <laughs> we have a bartender. Bartender, wine, <laughs> wine bartender. Uh, we have a cow guy. And cow a- guy's friend, actors, yeah. actors, cow actor, cow actor, actor and a- actor, cow actor, actor's on <laughs> actor on bridge, actor on bridge. We also have, uh, you have the bouncer, bouncer, yeah. We have the guy
1: on stage singing,
2: singing guy, that, yeah, singing guy. He with was my the favorite, singing guy. He was my favorite one, my favorite guy.
1: <laughs> I think you've got everyone. I'm I think a- he, I think you <laughs> <he> got it. <laughs> I think you got it. Thank you.
2: This was a
0: very hard one. You've got a guy playing foosball who's Richard Linklater.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, he's one of the
0: guys playing foosball.
2: <laughs> Let's talk about this wonderful, beautiful, incredible movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be in a mood for these types of movies. Yeah, I really have to be in a mood for this type of movie. Um, I think... Huh? Were you gonna say something? Crazy? I was gonna say it's all dialogue. I moved yeah. my I moved my yeah.
1: foot and accidentally hit my oh, mic stand. Don't worry, Sorry. you?
2: You don't have to apologize. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it's all dialogue. Um, it's. I think this movie really drags for me. I think it's really slow. Uh, I had to take several pauses because I was quite sleepy time. But I still appreciate this movie. I still I still like it for what it's doing. I think the conversations are overly dramatic a lot of the times. But I think. Um, what they talk about and how they're delivered. I like the conversations and I like them, the two of them generally.
1: Mm. I like the conversations that they have whenever they're just down to earth and they're just talking the existentialism conversations and going all meta. It just, it's not, it doesn't mean anything to me. Like it, 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 it's just like, the characters are lost in it. Whenever it
2: like, like switches, you feel like because I felt this where a lot of the conversation topics feel less like these two characters are choosing to talk about it, and more Link later wanted to write right a conversation about it. About it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel that a lot. Yeah, I feel See, that
0: a lot. I kind of just took it as these feel like twenty year olds talking out of their ass about their their misconceptions about the world
2: but i didn't i didn't get that i I
0: got it i i saw this i was like this sounds to me like a guy trying to press a girl about his worldviews and And the way he thinks and and that's exactly how i took it and i I could see the other way though it,
1: it felt to me like someone was writing what they thought 20 year olds would talk about if they were getting together. I,
0: I genuinely thought I was like, oh, this sounds like a, but like a pretentious 20 year old who's trying <laughs> to impress a girl that he wants to sleep with. And yeah, I, I, I genuinely did feel like that. That's how I took it yeah. at least. Mm-hmm.
2: There's definitely like in, in it.
1: there's bits and pieces of it. Yeah.
2: I, I got it whenever
1: they were actually talking like, like the, the question and answers in the back of the bus. Yeah. That was, that was good but whenever they get into stuff like <sighs> their, their uh, discussion
0: about the one that I really don't like. And I think I was just like, please add this scene. Is there discussion about like women and, and that or those roles. And if men are the
2: creators the, of feminism or something like that, or right. But, but also
0: what, after they see the birth dance and he's like, if women are dancing, what are men doing? Are they, are they yeah. out hunting? And it's like, that feels a little,
1: I it, don't know. It's silly. Yeah. It's just silly. It
0: it feels like there's a natural conflict between them with his reactions to the, the palm reader and the poem guy. And I feel like that, I would have liked to have seen more about their disagreement over that mm-hmm. versus their disagreement about the role of of them as... Based off of their genders, I, I didn't really. The palm reader disagreement
2: yeah. feels far more natural yeah. than I think the yeah the the men and women role in society thing. I, I will say, even though there's a lot of topics that I feel like Linklater is picking and that don't feel natural, I still like what's written. I still like mm-hmm. what they're talking about, and um, there's like a certain like kind of phony uh, feeling side to Jesse in this Movie, movie a mm-hmm. lot of the times, yeah. I, I think when I think about myself trying to impress a girl, like, you know, way back in the old days, I see myself, I see myself, yeah. I see myself trying to get really. fake excited, not, not fake excited, but you know, you're, you're hyping yourself up to feel a little more interesting. You're hyping yourself up to, up to, to act a little bit more, um, interested in things than you normally are to talk about I, things I'm that you acting normally I'm much wouldn't.
0: more introspective than I actually am. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I totally see I, I that. I totally mm-hmm. saw
0: myself. I was like, oh yeah, this is something 20-year-old Jose would do to to talk to a girl that he's interested in. Yeah. Sound wow.
2: like he's This he's movie's smarter. completely
1: lost on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'll also say that that made Jesse, to me, fairly unlikable. I don't know if I I care for Jesse in this movie.
0: Here's what I'll say about that. When he seems fake and phony, it makes me appreciate the scenes where he seems genuine a lot more. Like when he drops the barrier, his barriers and allows himself to be less phony, it makes him seem more nuanced. Um, but I agree, he's genuinely not, generally not likable to me. Uh, where I struggle to at times to. I don't to want to listen I'm to glad what he's I'm saying. I'm not the
1: only one. No, you're not the only <laughs> I, one. I, I, he was he was completely unlikable, and I wanted her to run for the
2: hills. <laughs> Um, He's so close. He's so touchy sometimes that to me yeah. it's like very. Uh, and then she's into it, and I'm like, what? Uh, I don't know There's if he was the, that close problem. to me. There's she's, the back of the train conversation yep.
0: you mentioned. He kind of like almost reaches for her hair. Yeah. So, and I was like, that's a little soon, man. <laughs> well, no, he, he
1: full on puts his arm around
2: her on the right, back of the
0: bus. That one, uh, that one uh, like, fine. But it was the, like, the going to move the hair and he hesitates. It's like, uh, yeah. Nah.
2: There's, like, a time where he tries to do that again later and it seems like she kind of, like, mm-hmm. pushes away and then, like, touches her own hair. Where I just kind of felt like he was just uh, way too. I mean, was that weird. Was that
1: uh, so. This is the question that I had. It, is that what they were going for? And if so, why? Why is he unlikable? Yeah. It, it's like it's like for me there's no um I have no emotional investment in this couple whatsoever. Because, I feel the same. Because he's unlikable and she's bland and there's nothing happening and i really don't give a fuck if they meet a year later <laughs> I, I i i wanted her to get the fuck on the goddamn train as fast as she could because i wanted the goddamn movie to be over with At the <laughs> pinball machine fucking conversation is where i just i i i was gone she was, she was talking I was, about I how was she wrote a poll about
2: killing her. Yeah, I
1: I, got, I I checked out. I didn't give a shit about either of them. I I everything was just being watched at that point, just because I had to get through the movie. And it it's because they are. There's no. I I wasn't invested at all. There's no emotional investment at all. If she was even. She's more likable than he is, but if she's a feminist, she'd be calling him out on his fucking shit, right? Especially like with the palm reader, the palm reader looks at him and and says he's learning. And then later on in the church, he admits to exactly what the palm reader said he was.
2: What was that story about? The homeless person. The homeless man? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, dude, I would have ran the, away. That's
1: that's the end. <laughs> But yeah. but he yeah. <laughs> tells her he tells her I feel like I'm a thirteen-year-old boy that's pretending to be an adult.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I that's exactly what the palm reader
1: told him. I don't think that, he
2: wants to hear that from someone else though. I, right. I, I could see that. I could but, see yeah. that. But
1: I mean he says exactly what and she doesn't say, Well, you know, the palm reader fucking told you that. Yeah.
0: She yeah. does call him out on his reaction to it. She tells him, Yeah, but, I didn't like but, how
1: you reacted to that. Yeah. And, and, and I would have liked to have seen her take that a little. A little further, like I didn't like your reaction to that, but it's okay. Kind of, kind of fucking I, I thing. Think for me, a lot of their like almost their
0: points of 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 disagreement. How how I took it as normally this would be more of an issue, but they're like, oh, this is our only night together. Right. Should I press this more than it than I? And that's how I, I take a lot of the those But there's things. no
1: resolution to any of it.
2: It it's like, okay. You gotta watch the second movie. I don't and want the third to. movie. I don't want <laughs> You guys will force me to, I'm sure.
1: But in I, the 60 movies. I, I would well, not I would <laughs> not want to. I would not want to.
2: With the with those I remember when I first watched this, I was talking to Tiffany about it. Um I always felt like there was a weird flip-flop with her where it seemed like she was really not liking what he was saying or something that he brought up or the way he was acting. Um, Specifically the palm reading, but there's like a few other ones uh, like his reaction to the poem, like being very cynical about it. Um, And I thought that felt like a moment where their relationship was not going as he was planning it to. But then she seems even more into him, like every passing scene, and that felt very opposite what I expected from how I felt the conversations were going. It's um, yeah, it it's never, strange. It, like it felt like they were having interesting conversations with each other that they were that they were diving deeper into each other's thoughts and and lives. But I never felt like that was strengthening their romance. Um, to the point that at the end, I. I'm with Brandon. I don't really feel much for their relationship when they're when they're like trying to say, "Oh, let's make a plan." Like I'm, I mean, I'm all for the meeting. I think that's cool. Like let's meet here again in a year. I think
1: the only reason why she accepted it and everything is because she wanted to fuck him.
2: Maybe she said that she she got out of the plane and she wanted to, <laughs> I mean, the train yeah. and wanted to do the thing.
1: I mean, and you know, it's it's been a while since the shower, so both of them are dirty fuckers. Yeah. Who knows
0: where where they've been. And Mm -hmm. if she
1: sucked his dick, then she's a dirty cocksucker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm more upset that they littered on that grass. They left the wine. They left the bottles. It's
1: it's not a cool shot. You littered. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would have liked to have seen that little old lady that was shuffling along stop and pick everything up.
2: Yeah. The the true showing that the... uh, the older generation has to pick up after, after the younger young generation. generation. Right. Yeah.
1: Give me some real social I want, commentary. Yeah I, want, yeah, I want. I wanted more. I, I mean, I wanted. I wanted more. I wanted stuff that was brought up in conversations to have meaning. Um, and like there was a lot brought up about religion and how. I would like more of a link to that with the love. I get the death I get the life and death part like all relationships live and and some die. um I get that, but I would like the the correlation between this love affair and the religious aspect of it to be a little more prominent um because it's it's hit upon a lot within the movie.
2: He brings up the Quaker marriage. The Quaker marriage. Yeah. He yeah.
1: talks about the monks there or, or the, the priests and they're not wearing underwear conversations. They're not wearing underwear. Um they go to churches. Uh just just so many so many different things. The ghosts, um reincarnation. Uh so many different things are brought up, but none of it goes anywhere.
2: The palm reader at least when she talks about where they come from and how the Big Bang kind of made everybody. Made us
1: all Stardust. We're all made from Stardust. Mm-hmm.
2: That, that to me, was an answer to his reincarnation question, I think. So I mm-hmm. associated that with each other, I, so I, I appreciated that. I felt that. like
0: that was... To me, that was... I, I really try to, like, take this movie in the eyes of... They're 20-year-olds who don't really have a clue about anything. And... That is to me, that was an answer to what he was asking about earlier, but he is so caught up in, in his own perception of the world that he fails to recognize that it's an answer. I think the answer is there and given to him, and he's just he's, yeah, he's a flawed person who just doesn't realize it because he doesn't take he doesn't have any value. He doesn't ass- assign any value to the palm reader, so he immediately discredits her. And I think that's but just to show no, that he's there's like... There's no resolution to any of that, though. I don't think there's meant to be a resolution. Uh, it doesn't yeah, doesn't make any I, the, sense the to me. The structure
2: of this movie, to me, I don't think is that interested in in resolving pretty, pretty much anything. Because they know it's all going to fizzle. They're just trying to... I, I think a lot of their conversations are you know, more an aisle, a mile wide inch deep in terms like what they're, what they're covering. They want to say, I'm going to cover this deep topic. What do you think? What do you think? Let's switch to a new topic. And that's why each scene to me feels very picky of fade out, fade in, fade out, fade in, in terms of where they're going and what they're talking about. It's very disjointed. Um, it's just awkward conversations moving along with each other. And that's two people that have no idea who they are trying to get to know each other. But, without any most
1: of the conversations are completely not meaningful at all,
2: and, I don't disagree, I, I, but I don't think that's an issue for uh, me, yeah I, I, it's I, an I don't because
1: if I wanted to just watch people talk, I'd go yeah. to the fucking mall and just watch people
2: talk. I mean, I can't argue against that. that's that's just what this movie that would, is that
1: would actually be more <laughs> yeah entertaining, yeah
2: <laughs> on top of their conversations, though, like, I think generally. I like how they were written. I was always more invested when they were talking to others for some reason. And there's not a ton of it, but like the palm reader scene, the two actors scenes, uh-huh. um, and then even the bartender, uh, moments like that where yeah. they're kind of interacting with someone else or or even the cutaways to people who are just talking. Yeah, There's this constant emphasis on like missed connections or uh, what if you talk to this person or what if, you had spent time with this person. There are all these people doing all these things. And sometimes we just don't think about that. And it's a very romantic way to view like how travel works and how people, when you travel, work. I think this movie emphasizes that a lot. And it makes me wish that I could travel and talk like that. I can't and I won't. But it's more of a fun thought experiment of, you know, sit down and realize that everyone around you is their own person and could have these conversations with you. If you chose to interact with them like that. And I like that. I like that. That mm-hmm. movie, this movie makes me think that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. I could never, you know, meet a random person on a train and talk to them about the meaning of life. I, I mean, maybe I could, but generally I, I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. This generally I wouldn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jay.
2: He would do that. My
1: brother, Jay. you guys saw him in action. Yep. yep. <laughs> He can talk to anybody about anything mm-hmm. completely strangers. It's, a, it's It's a skill. It is a skill. It is. I'm in awe of him.
2: I wish I had that. And.
1: and- 100% of the time when we're together and he starts that, I cringe. I just go, oh, fuck, <laughs> not again. I wish I had that skill, but I resent it so much. I'm like, okay, no, I don't I don't want to stand around here and do absolutely nothing while you talk to this guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that they're both perfect at it. They're definitely not, um, not Jay, but, uh, Jesse and, and yeah. Celine, uh, yeah. But it's part of that fumbling that I think makes them a, a little bit more interesting is that they're not perfect and that their conversations are a little weird and that Jesse specifically is a little weird. It's just that the movie's structure of their relationship, to me, doesn't understand that they're stumbling a bit. It just feels like they're supposed to be growing this rela- this romance. And I don't feel that. I, I like to see them stumble. But I wish by the end they had recognized those stumbles a bit more than we're falling deeper in love and we don't want to leave each other. When I, for me, I never felt that.
0: Yeah. yeah. One one of the issues I have with, with that very thing, one of my favorite scenes is their little phone call conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I, the, like I, that. I really mm-hmm. like that scene, but it feels weirdly placed. It feels like this is where they're really falling in love with each other. Yeah. But it's placed at a spot where you would feel like they already had these strong emotions by each other based on what we've seen in the movie. Um, it feels so late in the movie for them to like have these kind of professions of love in a way. And it feels too late. It, it feels too late in the movie where it is. I think that's right after the Palm reader.
1: It's later after it, the it's later reader.
0: after. Right. And so you've had this these moments of conflict between them already and these professions of love don't feel
1: like they've had any conflict. I wish, I wish the structure of it, like you were saying, like this is, this is one of the structure elements that, that it just doesn't fit. Um, like you have to have like some kind of, argument or something happen, and then a resolution to that. And then we move on to something else and there's no resolution to any of the things that they're, they're, they're getting into it. And it, and it makes it seem like they're just spinning their wheels and they're not going anywhere. So whenever they finally get to the point where they're in, um, like, like, like to me, the Quaker scene in the church should have been last because then you realize then you could realize oh that's what they've been doing this entire time they've been looking at each other they've been getting to know each other they've been staring into each other's eyes for the past hour and this is this is the marriage this is it, he tells a story and they
0: come to the realization that this is what's been happening about to, yeah
1: or the audience comes to right. it they don't need to the audience comes to it yeah like there's something about the 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 pacing and the makeup and how the scenes kind of don't really play into one another.
2: You could that, replace that them all really, and yeah. It wouldn't feel I'd, like I'd yeah, be curious I, I, to you
1: could you could rearrange them a bit and and it would give like a progression, um. I'd want to read the i missing the, and see I'm missing the progression. if The placement
0: of the scenes are what they originally were. If these were changes made after the yeah, fact.
1: That would be interesting. Because the way the way it is, it, it makes it just seem like like you were saying, like, like there's no it, it make it makes the sex scene feel like really awkward and weird. And like, oh well, this is what she wanted the entire time. She's not in love with him, she just wanted some deck. Well, I mean, he's not in love with her. All he wanted was to get laid, and that just seems superficial to me. After after all this time, Um, and and not not love. And so, whenever you go to the next morning, and they hear the harpsichord, and they dance a little while, and he wanted to take a picture, I thought that was really sweet, but it's ruined from. The night before from the scene before
2: because it just didn't feel genuine at all because to it, you, didn't it didn't feel, feel genuine yeah
1: yeah and and so uh, a romantic movie, and I did just do air quotes um it's not it doesn't feel romantic to me it feels superficial and it uh, um a slice of life it, it could be romantic and still be a slice of life and still have um these conversations that a lot of the conversations are really, really good. Um, but whenever it tries to get deep, it's just fucking superficial and it doesn't get deep at all. It's just like, Oh, let's mention this here and then we'll move on to something else. Um,
2: I don't know. But Jose, you said you did feel like this was romantic. You did feel like it was a good love story.
0: I do. It, it feels like a childish love it feels like I feel like she like Selena's wrong when she says that she's like an old lady. She she feels like a child. Also, she feels like a like a a girl in love who she
2: feels like she's grown up. Who's but,
0: willing to yeah? She feels like she's more grown up than she actually is. But even though she claims to be this old soul or whatever it is, she she overlooks things about him that she may not necessarily really like or. She's infatuated with this, with him, and and this persona that he has, and it just feels like, it. it Genuinely, the whole movie just feels like two kids who are who want to feel like they're smarter than they are, and that they can beat whatever feelings they're feeling. And so, when they finally agree to meet up the next day, or the like, in was it five months, six months? It feels like they've accepted that. They're not these mature adults trying to uh to have a one-night romance they're they're kids who who've who failed to become to be these adults they gave in and they they agreed to meet again And so a, a lot of the decision that they make while like nonsensical and and maybe superficial just feel like they're still trying to figure out their what they want, and they don't even know what they want in this one night, much less what they want for the rest of their lives. I, I don't really have an issue with them having sex the at the end of the night, and I don't, I don't take it as, I don't take it as that was either one of their goals, um, when they first meet. To me, it's like uh, they're they're just saying that because they are flirting with each other and they're toying with each other about the idea of having sex. But I don't genuinely believe that their intention when they first meet is to have sex with each other. That's just, that's not how I think it's acted. Um, I, I I genuinely do think they're just flirting with each other about that's what they thought. And they're just poking at each other too. Like, Oh, maybe we'll have sex tonight or maybe not. And, and they don't even know if they want to have to have sex or not. I think Jesse a little bit more, but he does seem perfectly content when he when she says let's not. He seems totally content without doing it to me.
1: And well, because if he wasn't, then he would be rapey,
0: right? <laughs> but he just as the characters portrayed, he doesn't seem like he's bothered by it. He is okay with them having mm. their night, and that's it. They, they, it's a both, it's a conces- consensual thing, regardless of what they had decided at the beginning when they first meet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I could see a little bit of, um, I can't remember the exact quote, but, uh, Jesse mentions, uh, who were they talking about? How people put, oh, like their parents. They were like maybe talking about their parents. They say how people put, like, this romanticism to love and they try to, have this fantasy. Oh, when you're, when you're thinking about what if about a person, a certain person, what if I didn't go with this person? What if I was with that person and people want to just have that romantic version of who they imagined that could have been or what could have been.
1: Oh, that's when he was talking to her on the train, trying to convince her that, um, to go with him. Whenever you're you're married later on and you think back.
2: Yeah. It's a little related because it's, it's that conversation, but, um, yeah, in the future when it when she's married or whatever, imagining what he would be like. Yeah. Uh and saying he was probably amazing, romantic, incredible, beautiful and, and I wasn't with him. And they talk a little bit more about it later too. He
0: says like, "Oh, maybe you would have gotten on the train off the train with the next guy mm. at a different stop." Mm. Oh, and then he's yeah. like and then, and then he's that. like he was probably amazing or romantic and she's like, "Oh, how do how do you know?" And that's when he goes into his people put on this romantic perception on on the idea of people.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and I totally agree with that. I love that quote because I think people do that all the time and there's nothing wrong with that. People, people want to imagine a better version of a what if I think that's just part of people's imagination, but I think that's what they're both doing during these conversations is they're putting on this at the start of meeting each other and getting off the train they wanted this to go a certain way they wanted this to end romantic they wanted this to, they wanted each other to be the best version of what that fantasy was and i think they're able to look past the weirdness the awkwardness the flaws and i think they are trying to in a way manifest that and i think that's that's why even though some it, i think that it, to me that explains a little bit of my problem where it feels like it's never reaching that romance but they still get there. I think it's because they both put that idea onto each other and they want it to manifest that way in the end. And, and not saying it wasn't in any way that they didn't reach that point any way naturally. I just think the reason that they still ended up that way is because they had always wanted it to end up that way. And to me, that's like a self-fulfilling, Oh, one night stand, what if sort of thing. And, and, yeah, unless things went horribly wrong, I think that was probably always where it was gonna go, because um, they wanted that story. Maybe I don't know. I think
0: the whole night they have in the back of their minds, we're gonna say goodbye to each other, and this is gonna be a, a memorable moment for the both of us. And they're already they're romanticizing them, romanticizing the story. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're thinking of them, thinking of themselves in the future, looking back on that moment, mm-hmm. and they're already thinking fondly of it.
2: Yeah. 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 This is going to be such a great story to tell. This is going to be such a great Mm -hmm. thing to say that we did. Yeah. We're going to tell our kids or we're going to be with, with our spouse at the time. And we're going to say, I'm glad I did that because I know that there, that it was, I don't know, just as normal. It feels like young love. Yeah. I think that's what
0: I really like about this movie. It feels like young misguided love. They're, they're so enamored with the idea of love that they project it onto each other, and and they end up where they end up, despite some hiccups that other people, other long term relationships would have to address.
2: And maybe for like lovers of this movie, maybe this is just like a different take than what a lot of people might just think. Oh, it's pure romance and it's a beautiful relationship. I I view this as like there's plenty of relationships where you both people on both ends are asking, how did we both you know, end up with each. Oh, 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 um, Jesse even says this during the movie. How, how come people get fall in love with others that they know they were never into in the first place. I kind of see not this specifically, but it's a relationship that you don't need to know. It doesn't need to make full sense because you can just ask. There are so many relationships where people just get into and they end up in and it just feels right. And even though this doesn't feel right to me, maybe that's just what they're feeling. Yeah. Um, I could see that as another. I'm just explaining this plot to myself because mm-hmm. the issues that I'm having I think could be explained by their characters um although not fully. I don't know
0: um i I wanted to touch on like how unlikable Jesse is <laughs> okay mm-hmm. my so there's times where I'm like, okay, he's a little too unlikable right now. <laughs>
2: Um, he's got that American in Europe uh, Yeah feel.
0: he's just it, That's one of my biggest issues He's so American He's such an asshole American in Europe If you don't want to be a cliche Then don't be a cliche yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a cliche American Asshole in Europe Which is rough for me to, to look past But the Unlikable part of him where he's just Kind of like talking out of his ass about World views and all of this That's just a 20 year old to be like he's unlikable on purpose in that, in that regard. And I think it's done well, which is why it's not an issue for me. He's just, uh, he thinks so highly of himself and his opinions. And, and he thinks so highly of the fact that of him coming to terms with his dad, not wanting him. Right. he, he's learned to cope and have this certain perception of himself because of his childhood. And he just comes off a little pretentious and I don't know. I just, I've no, I, for a fact, I knew 20 year olds like that, just a little too pretentious because of their life story. And you kind of look at it and you're like, ah, well, I mean, if that's the way you cope, you're a little pretentious. You had a shitty life. Like, yeah, I can see why you're pretentious. And that's, that's, That's the vibe I get from Jesse. He's a little pretentious, but that's how he copes through life. And I can't really fault him for it.
2: There's that one moment in the church where he's kind of laughing to himself and he says, oh, this is a terrible story. (laughs) And then he tells a story about how he was in a car with his friend and his friend Mm -hmm. calls a homeless man over, dangles money in front of him and says, do you believe in God? And the homeless man says, yes. And he says, wrong answer. And he pulls the money away and they drive away. Mm-hmm. Why would he even think that was an appropriate story to tell? Did I miss context? I, no, no, that was the most insane thing <laughs> I have ever heard. And she does not even react to that. She just says, "That's she has, not like, very a fake nice." Little laugh. Yeah, <laughs> she says, "That's not very nice," and that's that. If anything in this movie where it's like, "Girl, run!" that is the moment because she <laughs> she doesn't seem to care at all. That is some subhuman activity i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know and
1: for for a person who at this point has already um justified giving the palm reader money that was that was before the poet i think yeah it feels out of character for her to just let it go
2: she was all up in arms about the palm reader, but not and, this homeless person. Yeah,
1: and and, Maybe and she just hates homeless people. Yeah, this she's came after boat. this. This story comes directly after the Quaker marriage story. Yeah. which was <laughs> a good moment, <laughs> sweet, and a good moment, and it just ruins it. And I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. It's hard for me to get. He's trying too me. hard. But that's where it yeah, breaks the, down for me. Yeah. I can't that's not a that, trying too hard. <laughs> that's a sabotaging too hard. Yeah. Like if you want like he has no concept of appropriateness with the person that he's with having just gone through this thing with giving the money, good or bad, to to the palm reader, justified or not. If she believed it or not, doesn't really matter. It's the charity of giving um.
0: But he doesn't to, come to out person. of the palm reader conversation having believed he was
1: in the wrong at all. Yeah. No, he, but she never is swayed in his opinion of that. No, but she tells him. So so what it tells me is that he's not even fucking listening to her at all. Her opinion doesn't mean anything to her. What she's telling him, he's not taking in. I took
0: it like uh oh yeah I did it I I took it as like he was comparing himself to what his friend did and he's like oh at least I didn't go 100 dollars in front of a hopeless person my friend did that like the question- what, like what I did to the palm reader is not equivalent to my friend Hanging this money to the homeless person—that's like, okay. how I take it. I was like he's—he's okay. he's trying to, <laughs> by comparison, make his interaction with the palm reader look better than literally torturing a homeless man. <laughs> I, uh,
2: in some sick way, I could see it. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. To me, that's more of sixteen-year-old activities than twenty-year-old. No, he I, is. I, yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I do agree with that. And 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 deep down, I want her to turn around and say. I'll give my fucking money to whoever I want to. It's none of your fucking business. So if I want to give it to a palm reader for reading my palm, that's not your money. You don't have to worry about it, but that's just me. And that's probably why my relationships end in, um, (laughs) shambles. (laughs) um,
2: See, my issue with the palm reader and what he should have had issue with was that she got some, you know, deep, meaningful stuff out of it. He got he's learning and they had to pay for both of them. Right. She got two 50s, Right. Or was it two? No,
1: I don't know. I, what, I, don't, I don't know what she got. Well, I, I think, think she, there's she 25. $50. $50 exactly.
2: So they paid her for two readings and she gave one and a quarter. I don't think they paid her for two readings. I
1: think because she she only grabbed his hand. Yeah, and that was in context of her reading. Maybe, maybe it's Celine's wrong. Reading. If if they I don't did, think they paid for that, if they paid but for even, his, but there's no they paying. It was Celine's money. Yeah, yeah. there's no they. So and, even if she was paying for his reading, it it doesn't matter because it's not money out of his pocket. And and not only do you,
0: not only by his comments with the. Poet, do you know that he still hasn't changed opinion of it? But just to the fact that he gave coins versus her giving like cash, you're like, he's still, he's only, to me, he's only giving coins because he thinks that's what she wants him to do.
1: Yeah, but there right? are, there are, there are dollar, like dollar coins yeah. that are, are used and no dollar bills. So he could have given like 10 bucks or 10 whatever Mm -hmm. to him in coin. And she could have given five in bills. It's right. I,
0: I still took it as he only did it because that's what she expected of him.
1: Yeah. Um, I wonder if, um, what's her name? Uh, Kellis. Uh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. (laughs) I wonder if she watched this and said, "You know what? I can make money making a song about a poem about <laughs> you, a milkshake. Write
0: a, move, a song about a milkshake. <laughs> I'm gonna write a song about a
1: milkshake. I'm gonna make a bunch of money." And
2: goddamn,
1: yeah. she, God damn, she yeah. did it. Goddamn, she her. did. <laughs> Made a lot
2: more money than this guy. Yeah, a, little, a lot more. Little loser, chump. <laughs> but what is hell, a bum? <laughs> bum? Yeah, <a> bum, <laughs> bum poet. <laughs> yeah, and. Maybe he's right about it. I don't know. Maybe he's right. But there's something about the cynicism that is so Yeah. Jarring. Um, jarring and 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 Off-putting. Off-putting. Yeah. Off-putting. Yeah. I mean, who cares? You know? It felt like a real moment. And I think I think if if you're trying to be as and that's the thing with, with Jesse specifically. If you're trying to be as spontaneous as, let's get off this train. I know we don't know each other. Let's walk the streets. Let's do whatever. He sure is being very judgmental of other people.
0: Why do you draw the line in the sand for palm readers and poets? Right, yeah. It's it's yeah. a weird stance for him to take.
2: Yeah. So him saying that to the poet is really, really, yeah. We said it all right, off-putting. And and if I was in that spot, I'd be like, oh, we got a poem. That's awesome. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I, guess, yeah. I got a fucking poem for <laughs> yeah. my night together with her. Yeah, exactly. A poem about milkshakes. What? <laughs> yeah. a, I think I would say he got his money's worth.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Even if it was pre-written, even if it was something that, that he had already written and he just added milkshake to it, it's still something that they did together mm-hmm. and something that- He even performed you
0: know, it for them. He yeah. read it to them- <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's a little
2: nervous too. Yeah, this guy's just making art on his little boat, and I think we should give him more credit for he's it. Gotta,
0: he's got to pay for his cigarettes somehow. I, you pay. know,
1: <laughs> one thing. One thing I noticed is that everyone, everyone is doing something or performing an act for the money. Um, except the, the bartender the palm, guy, the palm reader. <laughs> That what bartender guy,
0: the one who gives him the wine for and asks him to send him the money later.
1: Yeah. But I mean that he's not a bum. I mean, he's not a, a, right. a performer, a street performer. Like you have the palm reader, you have the belly dancer, you have the,
2: the, the poet.
1: Oh, the um, actors, yeah. actors don't ask for money. They just say, come to our show. But, but, the people that are asking for money are doing something actually giving them something in return, whereas whenever Jesse needs a thing of wine, he's like, "Oh, I'll pay you later like he doesn't he doesn't give anything in return, so he's more of a bum than anyone else in the entire, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: you think he sent that money? fuck, no. <laughs>
1: It's a fucking douchebag. We gotta watch
2: the sequel. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. know what? You know who I think sent the money? Celine sent the money, but she never she never got the address. He never gave him the address.
0: Yeah. Oh, not on, address. Screen. not yeah. on
1: screen. Not on screen. Yeah. But I bet you Celine sent the money. Yeah. I bet you Celine made sure he was taken care of. She I mean, pro- not for the glasses. She, prob- she probably called up Hello. I'm calling to make sure you get the money for the wine.
2: <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. bring bring (laughs) bring bring bring. there's a moment during that scene where um jesse kind of forgets he's on the phone and he almost puts his hand like on his on his cheek that was cute (laughs) i like that there's very few moments where i i I feel like that chemistry spark so Um, we
0: haven't talked about that the acting the actual portrayal of mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. i think it's it's so well done i agree
1: yeah um i don't um yeah I don't I don't know how much of it is written and how much of it is ad lib. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to know that too. I'd like I'd like to know that. Because if if some of it like the pinball machine um like doing something and having a conversation with actually written lines, that's a very hard task mm-hmm. to do. Um
0: I know they've mentioned that because they have writing credits on the on the two sequels, and I know that they've mentioned frustration that they didn't get writing credits on this first movie. Then it might have been ad lib because they they said they reworked a lot of the original script while while filming the scenes together.
3: Hmm.
2: I feel like you can, maybe it's just my intuition being wrong, but I feel like you can feel which ones they were ad-libbing and which ones were written. I agree. Um, that pinball scene felt so natural. Um, mm-hmm. Although I think like the whole poem thing was probably written like, or, well, not poem. I don't know if it's a poem. A premise, giving yeah. someone
1: a premise and are giving actors a premise and then saying, this is what needs to be the general stated, idea is probably in the script and then yeah. and then you you add little it you guys ad Libit. it we we need a conversation between yeah. you two let's go through it you guys have a conversation and then we'll adjust if we need to
2: it does look like they had they just had two cameras set up and they just said just go just play pinball yeah. and talk yeah yeah i love that i think that's awesome i, I, more, I like i like the that.
0: pinball machine because they're like both like yeah. thrusting every time yeah. that they lose <laughs>
2: Or even when they hit, they just go. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> there was a time where like he where I noticed he almost had to hit it, but it bounced off something, and he he still did the the shaking the pinball machine yeah. like he had to mm-hmm. hit the ball. And then when he pulls back the thing, he like slams it forward. There's a big jump. Yeah, they're powerful yeah. hits.
0: Do you think the weird uh hopeless thing is an ad lib? story or they kept it in <laughs> they kept it in.
2: That was Adlins. Or was that
0: part of the original script? That's crazy.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if the original script is out there. Curious. Uh,
1: I was probably
2: I don't I don't know. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun one to yeah. yeah.
1: You have to be careful with those scripts because a lot of them a lot of them online are just um transcripts, transcripts of, of the yeah.
3: movie.
0: Yeah. Um one scene I wanted to mention is them in the listening booth. Mm-hmm. Them just kind of like looking at each other, then looking away, and then looking. I love that. Yeah.
1: Honestly. I liked it. It went on a little too long I, for me. I
0: liked the whole scene. I'll give that scene a low 10 out of 10. I yeah. I don't know what it was, but just like the way they captured two individuals falling in love with each other and just feeling so awkward, not even be able to make eye contact because of it.
1: It's a play on
0: innocence. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I could watch that scene over and over again.
2: Yeah. I really like that scene too. Um, those like stolen looks at each other are really nice. Uh, and then how it transitions into their little traveling montage around, I think is just great editing. Um, that's like right out. That's almost right after they get off of the the train, after Mm -hmm. they talk to the actors, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just feels so natural. And that's just like a very, they're already, they're just put into this intimate place and they have to like, <laughs> I don't know. They're they are probably not thinking about the music, but if they can look at each other, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. The one thing I can't forgive this movie for is not showing us the cow. The actors. I, I'm so the cow. frustrated that they I, didn't. I, the
1: wish, I wish they would have gone to go see them. Why introduce something and not? follow it through. Just for a lie yeah. later that we forgot
0: to go. It would yeah. have
1: broken up because it, it just seems like oh, let's go to this cafe. Oh, let's go to this cafe. Oh, let's go to this bar. Oh, let's go to this cafe. Oh, let's go to this bar. Like a little too much. They
2: wrote in a more interesting it, place. Yeah. yeah why yeah. not go a there? A more interesting place. Yeah. The church is a good split, but then yeah, you need something else, I think. Yeah. You could yeah, easily you end up at the else. other
1: things too. You could go
0: to the play and then the actors recognize them and they're like, oh, we're going to the, to this bar for yeah. drinks after. Right. And then, yeah. and then you continue the rest of the story as is, but just give them something else. Then. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that, that's, that's another problem I have is that, um, time seems to just, An it's a long night.
2: night. Endless night.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but. Like how many times do you need to go to a restaurant and sit and have a conversation with plates, dirty plates on the table? Like not show any food, not showing any ordering, not showing any eating, not Are showing any. Are you upset any- the wait Vienna sausages? <laughs> <friend>? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: I am. <laughs> um, or, I would
0: have loved some schnitzel go, or something. Or, or yeah. Yeah.
1: Go to another bar. Like, why do you need to go to a bar? Like. Do to, just, why do they have to change location why, so much? Why do you need to change locations? Yeah. Um as as a real person in the world there have been times where Blake and I and Tiffany have sat in an olive garden for almost 3 hours yeah. at a <laughs> table. Yeah. Um it it's it, it it that's a real world thing. So they didn't have to go anywhere. They could have just sat in the same spot, instead of moving to a bar for the next scene and carrying on a conversation, yeah, um, it just seemed strange.
2: Like I understand the wandering, it felt samey. I like I yeah. like
1: the wandering. Let's wander. Let's go to different places. Not a different.
2: I like the boat cafe. The boat, the boat diner cafe place. is different.
1: Bo- the boat cafe is yeah. different, but it's. That that could be the one restaurant, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. And it goes back to why another bar or cafe when you could have been at an at a theater, you know, watching a play at a yeah. theater
1: uh-huh. or in something in in a place that's meaningful to uh, Vienna. I mean, it's it's a town full of history, full of tourist uh, attractions. You could go to any of those at night, in front of it, and so uh, just and have the exact same conversation that you would have in a fucking bar.
2: They get the cool Ferris wheel.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: The kiss in the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Mm. Then she gives him shit for it after. Yeah. Well, how mean? <laughs> that was mean. That's her one mean moment. I don't think she was being mean. I think she, I think she
1: was getting his goat for yeah being stupid. I she
2: think she's, what, an she's poking
0: at him. She's like, you act all pretentious, but that you were all romantic up there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I yeah. think
0: that's what it is. Like you, like yeah. she's like, I know your game. You're not, you're not this persona that you, you pretend to be. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, and I like that. I like calling him out. I wish there was more of that. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's right. After when he's talking about people put on this, this idea of a romance to their situation or their past and, and she's talking about their parents right yeah Yeah. and she's saying you just did the same thing and you're criticizing someone and she never says she isn't so i don't think it's unfair like it's not fair to criticize her for that because she's she's never said she isn't um but he's yeah i just still think you know making fun of the way someone kissing is not cool agreed i think it's very rude she doesn't make fun of the way he kisses she says he kisses like an adolescent (laughs)
1: does <laughs> <laughs> she really yeah, yeah she does. It's just, uh, that's
2: on the phone i think she says it weird
0: oh yeah because uh, yeah, uh, uh later on in the yeah are on yeah. the phone conversation and i thought he was gonna be more upset about it than he
1: was
2: it's still teasing it's, it's just still teasing, teasing. Yeah. yeah i think it's i think it's it's fine i'm just joking but um
1: I mean if she could say that and, and and give him a look and smile if that's what what happened then that's that's teasing yeah. but if if she delivered it like you as kiss like a fucking him, baby like, like a cynic You're like a fucking yeah. child uh, <laughs> then that then that's grow up I mean, context <laughs> context is key to that i guess
0: her her American accent is very funny. Would she say "What's up, dude"? Yeah. <laughs>
2: What's up, dude? She sounded more French with her American accent than yeah. when she's talking normally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Her her French accent is not all that consistent.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like the 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 faces that she makes when she's doing the American accent. She does like yeah. that scrunched up like.
1: Well, she was a man.
2: Yeah, she's That's a how men like look. They got wrinkles. She's an American man. American men have wrinkles cuz they're so cool. Call each other dude.
1: Yeah. We have wrinkles because we spend too much time in the sun.
2: Yeah. Working hard putting food on our on our family's table. Right, yeah. no
1: no
0: birth dances for you. Mm-mm.
2: You got to go out and hunt while they gather. Around, Around and, and do and a dance
1: for a baby. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um there's one thing that I had to bring up. That had me confused in the train there's a lamp that is looking like it is floating
1: (laughs) i was like mounted
2: to the table but not
0: mounted to the table yeah no i i was (laughs) fixated
2: at it the base of the lamp which is wide a quarter of it is is mounted to the to the to the side the rail and then the other three quarters of it is just hanging over air about an inch above the table. I was so confused.
0: We need an interior picture of that exact <laughs> yeah. train carriage to know how that lamp works.
2: <laughs> I was just, I don't know. This is
0: in the dinner car? The, no, it's in the... it's in, the... No, it's well, in yeah, the lounge in the lounge car. The lounge yeah, car. Lounge car. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. You gotta rewatch the movie for Another it, example
0: I'm of that. them being brought a menu and there's no food. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that shocked me. I wrote it down immediately. It was the first thing I wrote What's, down. How does this what, lamp work? <laughs> what did I write down?
0: No, I, I, I saw it too and was intrigued by the floating lamp.
2: Floating light? Three question marks. <laughs> that's that's the first thing <laughs> is. I mean. it
1: mounted like on the...
2: No, it's like it's just like this. This is the base of the lamp. It's just hanging off like this. Parallel to the table.
1: On the outside of the table?
2: Uh, on the inside. Closest to
1: the window. Yeah, hmm. I didn't notice it.
2: it. It, it, I didn't listen to the first conversation because of that. I was too focused on the lamp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they make they, comments. Is, lamp. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> they make comments about he was like he starts making making comments about the
2: service, like yeah he says they're not very service oriented here yeah. And, there's and that then, other, then there's
1: other, another guy later on that talks about the service as well. If they were in New York, oh,
0: yeah. they'd there's get no, fired they'd be and fired. it goes nowhere. They're in that cafe <laughs> with the
1: phone conversation. Yeah
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: That was more like, hey, here there's people in this cafe talking too. You know, people talk. Strangers let's, let's have lives. Let's
0: give this guy one line where he looks like an asshole American.
2: <laughs> yep. Is he with another American or it looked like he wasn't? She looked offended mm, she, by his
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, statement. She was a whore. whore. Prostitute
2: sex worker or any last thoughts before we move on to quotes? <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah,
1: I have, um, my pet peeve in this movie. Okay. In all capital ever letters. I say the goddamned or argument is in this fucking movie
2: or argument.
1: Yeah. So Jesse says, I think I'd rather die knowing that I was really good at something That I had excelled in some way, you know, than that I'd been in a nice, caring relationship. Again, why can't you do fucking both? Why can't you be in a nice relationship and have a career and do something meaningful? Why does it have to be one or the other?
2: Again, Brandon. It's
0: human nature to pick one.
2: Again, (sighs) shit a character saying this does not mean the movie saying that's the good thing no but why is it a thing is
1: my thing why is this even a thing it's very much
0: a thing people pick their career over their marriage all the time
2: i understand your frustration it's in a lot of movies lately it is in a lot of movies i mean i mean that this is 30 year old we're movie. talking La La Land we're talking whiplash we're talking yes. every other movie uh, ever made every and other
0: movie Jose puts in the jar yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I, I honestly don't get it because
1: if you want the career have the fucking career but that doesn't negate the fact that you can have a nice loving relationship and supportive relationship as well I, I, I agree with I, you, but I also I, think I, I don't I don't I don't get where I I, I I I just I do not get it. I do genuinely think
0: that it's achievable to do both, but most people sacrifice one or the other because most people are fucking lazy. I don't think it's lazy. I think people are selfish. I don't think it's laziness at all. I think people are selfish, and they don't stop to realize that focusing on one thing, focusing on your career at times requires you to sacrifice something else. And, you know, it's at times, not always, but I do genuinely believe that people have to make a choice as to what they're going to focus on, because not because both is impossible, but because they're aware of their own limitations as people. They're selfish. You want to commit all your time to your career. You want to commit all your time to your family. But sometimes trying to achieve one you fail at the other so many people fail at the other trying to achieve one i think that's a genuine thing that people have to do and it's rare that you get get
2: both or at least that people have had a lot of experience with of other people dealing with like she brings up a, a counter story of a guy that uh um had the opposite thought where he did have a career and he realized he should have been building a family or building relationships. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's I I wrote fuck her in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz he could have done both. <laughs> no, because she says uh, I I uh I did a job for this older man and then she says he's 50 fucking too. <laughs> <laughs> That's that
3: bitch.
0: Brandon, That's my whole point, Brad. They're literally kids. Fucking two. Fuck <laughs> then. <laughs> back then, fifty-two was so old. Your, oh
1: my the, Average Fuck life her. expectancy was eighteen. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, <laughs>
0: these people didn't live that.
1: <laughs> long. Yeah, I said Celine worked for an older man that was fifty-two. <laughs> Fuck her too.
2: <laughs> I didn't even notice uh, she's a game of age. Uh, I didn't <laughs> Um. But I think to support Jesse's character moment there, this whole movie he's been trying to convince her that monogamy is lame. So that to me, that's a moment of him saying, "I don't need to build one relationship. I can be like the monkeys and go fuck everybody." You know, I think that's I think that's him saying, "I don't need to focus on one single relationship and build." Who that. brings Who successful. brings
1: up that conversation? The and monkeys? T- uh, no, about about being. Being on on a deserted island, and there's one man and one man and fifty women, you end up getting fifty babies. But if there's fifty men and one woman, you only get one baby in a year.
2: It's he, it's him. Yeah, he brings it because up because he starts all of the
1: conversations
2: that are a little unhinged. I don't get the point of that one. I Maybe I didn't. Is he follow just trying to, to prove men are proof.
1: better, men, are men, more men li- aren't. Uh. Men aren't in that in that. In that conversation, men are fucking useless. But he's saying all, all they, the women are making the babies. He's saying if the, the men, goal- if there's 50 men and one woman, there's 50 fucking men and one baby. He's if saying if there's one man and 50 women, there's a population boom.
2: Right. Right. But if the main goal of humanity, as many God-fearing Americans believe and is the right answer, is to reap, is to populate the planet and make babies, then men are superior in that way. No,
1: women are because they're the ones who can replicate.
2: <laughs> you don't
1: get it, Brandon.
2: <laughs> women don't have semen. And men don't have Wavos. But men have semen.
1: But men can cannot- let men go look, no. look, I tried for years and years to have children and and impregnate men, and it don't <laughs> fucking work. <laughs>
2: I don't I just don't think you get the crux of Jesse's argument. And I don't think you ever will. I, takes, don't I, think, I don't think I, I ever will. Brain, I don't think
0: Jesse gets what he's takes trying to a argue. Big brain to understand what I don't what think
2: Linkletter
1: gets what Jesse's trying to argue
0: either. <laughs> it takes a big American brain like Blake's to to understand That's what he's right. saying.
1: Possibly. What,
0: what's her counter argument that the
1: men would fight each other trying like kill to half of Yeah, half of them would die fighting over the woman. Yeah.
2: And the woman would eat the man, and the women. Yeah, would the kill women the man would dance together like Barbie Land, and eat soon, the man.
1: Yeah, as soon as as soon as they had their children, yeah, they, they would, would do that after
2: all of them were impregnated.
1: Yeah, you would have to. I think that's a strange argument. I think it's an awesome argument. I think neither one because, knows what their argument. Because because the only person that's not related to the women is the man. All of their children are related to the women. So, so now you have a population where all the children can get, I mean, there's going to be some,
2: now you have you know, an incest, problem. I, genetic, have genetic, genetic, incest problem. I would need to rewatch genetic why problems. He,
0: he brought that up. Cause I don't remember,
2: but then they lead straight into the, the argument about how he's saying women deep down want to attack men. Um, this string of conversations, yeah, I think the string of conversations from the birth dance to to where they end up in terms of women want to he's scared of women essentially, I the birth dance was after <laughs> oh is it
3: after
0: yeah, because I they have remember. they have like that island conversation, then how he's afraid of women <laughs> then they're like, oh, let's stop talking about this because they're both uncomfortable with each other's opinions, then I think the birth dance comes after, and then they pick up on the conversation again,
2: yeah. I would think far less of a person if I was walking down the street enjoying Vienna and their question was, what if there was an island of X amount of men and one woman or X amount of women and one man and um, they all make babies? I would think very strangely of that person. (laughs) I don't know. After they told me they denied a homeless man money because he believes in God. (laughs) This person, but he not- didn't, his friend did. <laughs> and but <then> who's he- <laughs> driving the car? Is his friend also driving the car?
1: Yes. Yes. He was just a passenger. He He's was just a passenger, passenger in, in, in the you seat. You
2: know, when his friend drove away, he said, nice. <laughs> he looked at his friend and said, nice. <laughs> he, you know, he laughed when he <laughs> yeah, drove you know, away. He <laughs>
1: laughed, he laughed and, you know, tossed a cigarette out the fucking window. He, and- he laughed
0: in the church in the face of God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. He also he he also is upset about giving money to the birth dance lady. He like asks he, he, like he, he he's like so give her money right and then he's like oh why is it that everything that's interesting costs money or something to that effect? Yeah, Stupid! Yeah, Idiot. I think that's almost yeah. exactly what he says. Why is everything that's interesting cost money? And he seems annoyed that he has to pay to watch this birth dance. Why is but it you didn't
1: have to stop? You didn't have to stop and you didn't have to pay.
2: Why is it that human expression must equate some sort of, uh, compensation for the human's time? Of Capitalism, man. We live in a society. <laughs> we do. It's, it's even in Vienna.
1: It's Viennese society.
2: Out of uh, America. Isn't the only capitalist country, Jose, in case you needed to know that.
0: I mean, Vienna spit out a certain somebody.
2: Oh, I had, I had another
1: fucking <laughs> problem somewhere else, too. <laughs>
2: But was a capitalist back then? Uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't, Vienna. Don't yeah. quote me on that. Okay, last thoughts before we move on to quotes. I already talked about floating light. Yeah. Oh, the media. We were just so, talking about a society. Celine,
1: Celine and the media and the media trying to control us. Why is this a thing?
0: I, I love me any criticism of the media. I'm with Selena all the way.
2: I think this is a very common thing for a young person to, to talk about. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I, why I, why why is it a thing? Why, why, do, why, do, why do you have
1: to listen to the media? Why can't you have a, a single thought that's your own inside your own fucking I don't, head? I don't think it's a criticism
0: of what the media tells her, but she is a victim of everybody else listening to the media. I think she that's says accurate. the media
1: is trying to control our minds.
0: Right, but she's talking about not not herself. Like she she thinks of herself highly enough to know that the media isn't affecting her. But it's the effect that the media has on the mass public that then affects her.
2: But the thing and is, the thing so that... So she's
1: looking down at all the
2: stupid people. Right. That That's my issue with that argument always, is because every single person in the world says the same thing. But the only way for that to be true is if every other person in the world is, is influenced by the media yeah. and is themselves wrong. It's so generic of a thing to say. And to me, it's when I hear someone say the media controlling us, the message controlling us... You can choose what media you're choosing to to to, to engage in. or
1: none at all
2: or none at all but i get it that's totally something someone her age would bring yeah, up no, me totally. her age would bring up um it's it's weird for 95 though for a 95 no, she's, year old it's, no she's it's French. French.
0: weird for 1995 totally, French, totally normal yeah. it's fr- i think what makes it unique i will argue in her case is France has a lot of state-ran functions, specifically the media. There's state-ran media channels. Mm -hmm. And so I could see why her being of France would have a more...
2: Anti-media stance because of... State
1: media is trying to control you. Yeah. As opposed to today's media. Right. Okay.
2: And I'm not saying the media is great, you know, and, and I just don't like the term media. I feel like that's just too general. Yeah.
1: But the the meat, it's, it's just a buzzword. Yeah. It's such a buzzword. I think it's the meat eaters are trying to control us.
2: We all need to become the the vegetarians.
1: Yeah. The, we need to become vegetarians
2: and, and, and the vegans. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm not saying the media isn't an issue, but that argument, oh, if I, I there's several times, many times where I've been cornered at a party and someone starts talking me about the media. It's a
0: fallacy. Uh-huh. it's so dumb. <laughs> it's, it makes me scream. It's a fallacy that everyone
1: is dumber than you are.
0: Exactly. I'm glad I
2: remembered
1: yeah. to bring it up.
2: I'm the only <laughs> one that that
0: can I'm, see through the media. I'm media's the only lies. one that's smart enough to see through what the media believes
1: or says, and
2: and every person. Which,
1: which media? That's what that would be my question. Which media? What do you?
2: Which, which CNN what media and you, MSNBC?
1: What about film? What about? What about podcasts? What about What about oh, TikTok
0: Reels?
2: Dinner this with is a movie? It's literally the media. Is that
1: media? The medium? It's is a medium. Uh but, TikTok but reels by the government? I, I would say TikTok is TikTok reels. Social you're, media you're, and social media. That's that's not media media though. It's personal media. Movies?
2: When they when they Movies, put the gay yes. agenda in a movie, the media is trying to force me into yeah. Into into that?
1: Yeah, that damn Disney man. Oh. The lady that um Coco. The lady that voiced Mama Coco passed away. Yeah. yeah. She was That's in her nineties.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I saw that today. We will always remember
1: her. Yeah. Go listen to our Coco episode. We love we love Mama Coco.
0: Go back in time like three I, I, years. I cried <laughs> a little I cried a little bit. Yeah. I cried a little bit
1: today. Yeah. But long life. Great, mm-hmm. long life. That's always good.
2: Yeah. Rest in peace, Mama Coco. God, why did I make that jump? Uh, we were forgot. talking, about, <laughs> the we're talking about the media. <laughs> How is
0: the media controlling us oh, by yeah. reporting I said, goddamn! goddamn di- I said goddamn Disney. in the game. <laughs> and yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, are you ready to move on to quotes? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're past the media.
2: Jose, Let's start with you. Uh,
1: Give me a second. Okay. I got mine. Don't still mine, please. Uh, okay. This
0: whole movie could be a quote. It's just
2: so much pull out conversation.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do my quote. Co- my quote is two people talking, but I'm going to do it as one. Okay. Let me to do it now. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Br- uh, uh, Jose's not ready. No, I'm
1: not. So it's the actors on the bridge. Yes, I am the cow and the cow is a bit weird. The cow has a disease. She's acting a bit strange like a dog. Someone throws a stick. She fetches it and brings it back. And she can smoke with her hooves and everything. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing. I was like, what? This is awesome. I want to see this. How do you hear this? And not want to go. And not want to go. they gave them Exactly. And then later on said, oh, we missed the play. (laughs) Fuck. We missed what would have been the best part of this movie. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wanted to see the cow smoke with her hooves on stage.
2: They met some nice, nice people, um, which in my experience, I know it's not, it's not. The same, Common. but in Berlin, the, the <laughs> German people there were very mean. <laughs> so they met some nice German-speaking well, people. Well, you went to the,
1: <laughs> a certain German club. <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet they were mean there. They
2: were they were rough. <laughs> <laughs> but it was everywhere. Um, and they met two, two nice people, and they chose to give them information, and they didn't even... Huh. I don't know. It's a shame. It's a it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, even everybody. if even if
1: the play was in in German, uh, I I still would have enjoyed it. But German cow that would have
0: I would have paid big money for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Jose, you got your quote?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, this is Celine talking about kind of contradicting what Jesse's saying about love and relationships, and and she says. I believe if if there's any kind of God, it wouldn't be in any of us. Not you or me, but just like this little space in between. If there's any kind of magic in this world, it must be in the attempt of understanding someone sharing something. I know it's almost impossible to succeed, but who cares really? The answer must be in the attempt. And I like that idea that the real pleasure in life or the real magic is in the interaction between one another. It's not just something that is out there for you to capture. It's something that's created between you and another person. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that the quotes not really about romantic love or anything. It's about just love in general. And, and that connection you have with somebody and how in her eyes, God is more of a representation of love than this deity. Um, It's like one of the things she says that actually seems like she has a, a, a grasp on a genuine grasp on what, she believes love is she doesn't, she's not speaking out of her ass. Um, so yeah, it just and, feels genuine. And that's,
1: that's more of the connection that I was talking about earlier between religion and love. Yeah. God and love that I wanted more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, that was my quote. Um, and I think I actually don't think she performs that line very well. And I think it's because it's a very preachy line. It's a very yeah. written line. Yeah. That's the one that I was like, oh, Linklater wrote this word for word. She's reading it word for word. Um, but I love the line. I don't, I don't love the context, but to me that really sums up the movie and what is happening around them where these are two people who don't know each other who are trying to understand each other, who are trying to find ways to understand each other. And when you have these interactions with new people, people con- conversing around themselves, they're all just trying to understand each other. They're trying to talk. They're trying to make those connections. They
0: created their love through this mm -hmm. conversation that they're having all night. Mm -hmm.
2: I love that. It's, it's so human and, and it's like movies like this where I let myself be really cheesy and think like, damn, we are people and we're just talking about being people. And like, I like that. I I like when movies let me just kind of be a little existential about that because, um, it's, it's, yeah, that was a very meaningful quote to me too. It it was a lot. Um, I'll choose another one. Uh, That Celine said. Um, And it's kind of in the same vein where she says, isn't everything we do in life a way to be loved a little more? And um, there's something about Celine's like kind of cheesiness in her delivery of these and just the writing of it that, like I said, I love it. I love allowing ourselves just to be cheesy about that sort of stuff because uh, a lot of times I want to talk about it in this way, but a lot of times it's like, oh, that'd be a little too on the nose if I if I said, you know, oh, to be human is to be existing in uh, perpetual I think pain. <laughs> you, you lose it. With,
0: you lose it with age. Yeah. You You de-romanticize love, and it yeah. becomes more of a. I don't know. It becomes less of this entity that is, I don't know, ever growing, and it kind of just becomes. Something you take for granted, I think.
2: I think it's interesting because I actually have felt the opposite. I felt for myself the older that I get, the more I like to be, um, I like to put a lot more meaning to just everyday human existence and thinking like, like God, yeah. I just had a great conversation with a good friend of mine. Oh man, every every day I get closer to crying over thinking about a good interaction with a person. You know what I mean? Like I just want, I just feel. I feel better about those things. It's weird. (laughs) Um, and, And I've noticed that even just watching these movies as we've gone on from just starting the podcast to now, emotional moments have been hitting me a lot more. And I think part of that is being younger and being a guy, that stuff to me was kind of embarrassing to care about. And I know that's kind of a common thing. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But letting myself just... Cry about that because it is sad. Cry about that because it is, that was a moment that passed. Cry about it because that was like beautiful. I don't know, stuff like that. And, yeah. and I just love it. And and to the quote itself, like we just want to be loved. That's like totally true. Not everything you do is, is to be loved, but um, that's what a lot of people do. They do things and they choose not to do things because it's going to reflect on themselves to someone else that they think is going to. Judge make them. Make them judge them. Yeah. And their
0: mm-hmm. ability to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I like that quote. Yeah. And oh yeah, you already gave a quote. Yeah. Um, what about your meme review, Jose?
0: I'll give this movie 365 out of 365 cable access
2: newsdays. <laughs> yep. Would you watch that, Brandon? No. <laughs> you don't want to watch a it, show about the I minutiae thought it was of life. The
1: stupidest
0: <laughs> idea I have ever heard. <laughs> It's a 20-year-old
2: idea of... What if we watch the everyday existence of
1: Of one person for 24 hours? So is that person going to sleep for eight hours? So you're going to watch that person sleep. Sleep for eight hours. Someone sleeping on public access TV. You're going to find the beauty of them sleeping for eight hours.
2: You're going to look at the TV and you're going to think, man... All this time he could be he could be grinding.
1: And what and what
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he's choosing to sleep. You watch yeah. it as you work out of the gym.
1: At least I'm not <laughs> that guy sleeping.
2: Taking naps like a little baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of dumb.
2: I, I think, think I think
1: taking someone's life and breaking it down. To an hour. I mean, don't they do that on um the first twenty 24, first forty eight, or whatever that that um cop uh investigation show is where Are you talking about the, the first show twenty four? the first 48 like no they it's, like if they it's go a, missing like someone goes missing or there's a murder or something and they're oh. looking for someone
2: so not the show they break it they <laughs> break it not the
1: show 24 they, they break it down into an hour an hour okay like and they do it bit mm-hmm. by bit I think that would be interesting this is what this person's day is mm, this but is not what this 24 person, hours but, but not continuous. for entire 24 hours yeah like that that is a lot yeah I mean that's more than anyone needs to know.
2: It's also a surveillance issue. There's a lot of information out there that shouldn't be
1: I mean they do that on don't they don't they have the big brother house doing that don't you can't you go online at any time and watch what any of them are doing at any given time?
2: Big brother house
1: yeah the big brother the 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 TV show show oh. can't you go online and watch Probably. watch their their feed? I thought you could.
2: I'm pretty, I've I never know. watched it. I've never heard of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't heard of it.
1: Um, I've n- I've never ever watched it, but I I believe you can. So I mean, that's uh, that yeah. concept was before its time. Yeah. But um,
2: that's what they do on those shows like Hell's Kitchen, where they record them sleep sleeping all night. And, yep. Yeah.
1: They record on Hell's Kitchen, they record them sleeping. They have
2: like 10 cameras recording them all day sleep. Oh fuck that. That's fucking stupid.
0: Love Island is recording them having sex under the covers. Yeah. Yeah. See,
1: I would (laughs) I I would I would I can perceive that happening because that's part of the show. Yeah. But why, do they, Hell's need kitchen? Why do they need to watch them sleep? Sometimes yeah. oh, I'm cooking eggs in my sleep. <laughs> eggs in sometimes
2: my sleep. there's drama late at night. Sometimes they're woken up at midnight. Sometimes, sometimes they're fucking by, each other on by Hell's by Kitchen. Ramsey, yeah. All
1: right, it's time to go. Go cooking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, God, man. I fucking hate going
3: Pick up your fucking <laughs> Brian, turn, mate. <laughs>
1: i do not like that show you know i don't like that i show. love Hell's kitchen i know you do oh, i, I cannot it. stand it i cannot stand people screaming <laughs> i can't
0: my, my issue is not the screaming at all it's the egos and pretentiousness of the contestants i can, right. i cannot watch like the scum of the earth i watched f- the willingly. first
1: i watched the first season and i don't think that pretentiousness of the chefs was there in that first season later seasons for sure later yeah yeah.
2: i feel like they were less about catching personalities in the first couple seasons but later they need to get people who are like that's why i watch master chef a little
0: bit more because you still tend to have some like more humble down-to-earth individuals Mm. house kitchen yeah later season just becomes about let's get the worst fucking people on this show
2: yeah yeah because you want to see them fuck up and you want to see them get yelled at yeah i see that's not
1: that's not entertaining no it's not i think it's awesome
2: i think it's incredible it's the best show on television (laughs) um my meme review (laughs) i don't watch television so i give this movie two out of two very angry pinball players (laughs) (laughs) that was my review before we talked about it
1: oh me Uh yes i'm giving this uh Two mentions of rude waiters out of two
2: <laughs> and what about your real review, Brandon?
1: I gotta do yeah we go we go yeah. whoop, whoop. Oh. my real review is six out of ten um higher than I thought that's yeah.
0: that's what I, that's what I, <laughs> yeah. I predicted okay.
1: as soon as we sat down. I, yeah <laughs> yeah, for all of the reasons that I said, mm-hmm. I won't go into them. Okay. I, 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 there were there were some really good moments where I'm like, all right, this this is what I want, and then it was just completely fucking ruined. Like either the next scene in, or halfway through the conversation, and it was kind of like a letdown. Uh, there's there there are parts of it that I really really liked, but there are certain parts of it that was just like fucking. If I wouldn't have checked out the, the pinball machine. After that scene, I was like, "Okay, I'm. I I know enough. <laughs> I know enough of these people." And I, I mean, I kept watching it, but I wasn't invested. I wasn't. It has no emotional investment at, at all to me, and that's that's kind of what I want. I want that emotional, especially in a romantic movie. Um, I going into it, I'm like, "All right, this is going to be like a a young when Harry met Sally kind of thing," and maybe maybe i um i ruined it for myself a little bit by thinking oh it was going to be something that it wasn't but okay
2: uh, well i give this movie an eight out of ten um i know it sounded like i was bagging on it a lot but i really do think that the conversations are interesting enough and and um the premise of this being a you know the short amount of time that they're together, they just need to get to know each other and then get out of there. Um, I really like that. And, and I generally like Linklater's writing, um, especially in this movie. I think it's, I think it's really great. I think he captures a lot of, of what it really is to just be a person and, and, and going about your day-to-day life, even though this is like vacation. Um, I just really like the premise and I, and I like the writing around that premise, even though I have problems with the characters I, I, I think it's written into the characters, and I think that's perfectly fine for them. Um, I don't feel the romance, but I do feel the human connection, and I think that's more important to me than actually the love story. So, 8 out of 10.
3: I'll
2: give this
0: a 9 out of 10. I genuinely think I enjoy this because of the age and time in my life where I'm at right now. And I think I would have loved this movie even more if I was younger and closer in age to the characters. And I would have had a completely wrong perception of what I was supposed to take out of this movie if I was any younger. And I am excited to watch this again and as I age and, and try to think of what my new perception of what they're doing as characters is. But what I love about this movie is that I think it perfectly captures to be young... And doing a spur of the moment make a spur of the moment decision for the for the sake of love and adventure and romanticizing the future idea of of this moment. I I totally buy into the romance because I think they're forcing themselves to buy into the romance, and I I think all of it kind of like you said, Blake is is the characters. All the issues I have with them, it's I think it's written into the characters. But i my main issue with it is just it feels a little disjointed in how the order of how things happen i I get lost in when they're supposed to be at their max level of love and when they're supposed to be having conflict, and I think that doesn't really flow as well as I wish it would. I am curious how my opinion of this will change seeing the next two movies if watching that will will affect this in any way, and I'm sure it will, but for now, I, I really enjoy this, and I want to watch it again really soon, so 9 out of 10.
2: All right. Ready for a new one? Yep. Our first pick of the new year. Bada, 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 bada.
3: <clears throat>
0: Also, if I pick one of mine, I'd like to pick again. If that's all right,
2: okay, that's fine.
0: All right, the next movie we're watching is Dolores Claiborne.
1: Oh, Dolores Claiborne from
0: nineteen ninety five.
1: Yeah, same year, same year. Yeah, this is based on a Stephen King book. Okay, Um, it has Kathy Bates in it as Dolores Claiborne. Um, yeah. I love this movie. Uh I'm very curious. Um to me it's one of the best Stephen King films um that have been made. Um Do you know if he likes this movie? I do not. I don't yeah. I don't know. Seems like he doesn't like any of them. Um Except Doctor Sleep. Well, <laughs> he was he was he was selling He was selling his rights and not having a say and then he changed that mm. um especially in the 90s yeah he changed that and and now he has he has a say in what is written and what's not um but but to me it's to me it's really good it it's um it has really good family relationship dynamic between um Kathy Bates and oh who plays her daughter Oh. jennifer jason lee hmm. um plays her daughter um a very good dynamic um acted superbly um just a great all-around movie
0: awesome i love kathy bates and everything so i'm excited yeah
1: they're yeah. they're great in this this film every everyone all of the acting is fucking phenomenal in this movie the story is great um I'm hyping it
2: up, and you guys aren't gonna like it. I'm that's gonna be okay. fucking mad. <laughs> I have liked uh, all of the all of the Stephen King adaptations I've watched. Um, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully this isn't the same.
1: Except The Shining.
2: I still like The Shining. I didn't uh, love it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm well, the one who did. Yeah, well, oh, that's, yeah.
1: That's 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 a Stephen King deviation. No likey. Uh, yeah. Stephen yeah. King. Yeah. No likey. It's that no one. No likey. No likey. Um, that's one of the catalysts to him having some creative right. To the movie, um, but yeah, this is—I've never read the book because (laughs) because I feel like the book might ruin the movie for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got two weeks to read it because we're going on another week break. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to read the book. Yeah,
2: um, you can.
1: Oh, I could probably. I have eleven Audible credits. I could probably download it and listen to it.
2: Yeah, what's it called?
1: Dolores Claiborne.
2: Dolores Claiborne. Okay, I couldn't remember the first name. Yeah. Well uh, next you're, week you're
1: trying to think of
2: something. We're going to be born of clay. No. We're going to be born no.
0: in pain. Dolores is pain in Spanish.
2: Okay. Yeah. Don't get hurt on the way to the next podcast everybody. Um <laughs> <laughs>